So Malaysia just had its 15th general election. So there is a hung parliament. What is going on? Who will be the next prime minister? We will be discussing that in today's episode, episode 52 of Tetare with Walid. And I have with me somebody who's quite a legend in Malaysian politics. He was one of the very, very early members of Parti Keadilan Rakyat. He was a former vice president of Parti Keadilan Rakyat. He was arrested and he has been in the scene. Uh, he was together with Anwar Ibrahim. He even contested in this election as an independent, not as a PKR candidate. So that's an interesting fact. We will discuss that and hopefully he can shed light on the situation and hopefully the viewers of Tetarik with Walid will find out who becomes Prime Minister before the whole world finds out, okay? If he has such information. Okay. Hello, okay. how are okay? you, Abi? Yeah. Yes, it's very I'm good. Okay, I'm okay. Okay. Thank you so much okay, for doing okay. this. I can hear you very well. And All right. Be okay. Before we start, Thanks. you know, I'm going to be asking some difficult questions, hopefully. But I just wanted to okay. say I am in, in awe of your journey. I, I just reread uh, that you were 35 during the reformacy period, right? And the, the iconic wow. picture of you standing in front of the, of the red van, right? And that was, uh, that was inspiring. Thank you so much uh, for everything okay. that you've done. And I know I could never do such a thing. <laughs> right. So, why we okay. let's start. Yeah. So, I really have, I yeah. think we have to start with this, right? So, do you, do you feel betrayed by your party? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think in, in, a, in the struggle, there is nobody or anybody, right? So, uh, it is a choice. You see, uh, part of the struggle that we assert for, we trying to fight for freedom, we trying to fight for uh, justice. It is a choice that each individual must make. And therefore, uh, we are not doing a buying Amana Saham or we are not <laughs> trying to invest ourselves in anything. Because when we make, we make a choice, then we it come together with all the consequences of the choices that we make. So for me, uh, of course, people say political parties like that, like like this, like that. You know, they, but you know, I'm conscious about it. There is a possibility that uh, I will be uh, let down or I will be eliminated one day. But for me, that is just part of the struggle. Right. Thank you so much. That's very magnanimous, right? So, if but if you were dropped, you know, for for younger blood, as Datuk Sriano Ibrahim said, uh, and he's not uh, exactly a spring chicken himself, right? So, don't you think there's some contradiction there? That... No, I think I'm not not so concerned about uh, when I was dropped because uh, I was given to the younger blood. I think for me, it's a question of first. Um, it's an organization question, right? When, when the party uh, needs to strengthen itself, it always requires people who can work there and connect it with the people. And then when we promise somebody that, okay, we, there is a one term in exchange, one term for transition, then I'll come back. And this is also issues that we have to honor our agreement, right? Thirdly, uh, partly I also know why uh, 
uh, I was struck, which I disagree. And I have to show that I disagree with the decision. I can disagree quietly, but I can right. also disagree publicly. Right. So you contested to show your public disagreement. You contested as independent yeah, because particularly yeah, okay. in in the issues of Batu. Yeah. Yeah, and even okay. So Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim aside, I mean, you and him have been through so much, right? Yeah. Like over the years, yes. in and out yeah. of jail and so on. Yes. But even the candidate that you endorse as an independent who won because right. of your endorsement, to then right. don't 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 you feel that at least that particular part is a sort of a betrayal or or you are no, Zen I, I don't so. use the word betrayal. I just think that in in politics there must be certain ethics, right? Uh, certain things that we undertake, we agree with somebody, whether it's with me or whatever, uh, if it's one term, we agree one term, but you decided uh, to play politics, want to extend your term, uh, that's within your right, but then I can also disagree. So, and the thing is, we also see in politics, um, a lot of time, it is not, uh, if someone's that come about just by luck, and also by because of the certain wave, uh, eventually it won't last, right? right. My, my public uh, stand, right, whether it's the last round when I endorse uh, the incumbent that, or this round when I went against, uh, went against him, both are the, the issues that I want to bring out is that we, as a politician, you can't just purely by this sort of uh, wave of luck. But eventually, you had to come down to the real world, trying right. to present what are you bringing up for the communities. So I'm glad that uh, with no regret, I, I didn't win the election. But throughout the two weeks period, for me, it's very fruitful because I was able to be very compact bringing out the issues the contradiction in terms of selection of candidate, the contradiction about connecting with the, the grassroots, with the community, and then the contradiction between taking on big issues uh, that are supposed to be debated in, in the election campaign. Uh, even though you know, election is about winning, but at the same time, there must be narrative that to have public awareness purposes. So I was able to bring out those issues and uh, policy debate. All these things, I think it is useful to make people understand that uh, to contest for election is not purely about who's, who's going to be prime minister, which right. party is going to control right. Trajaya, but there right. must be more than that. Right. So, and through contesting, you actually get to put issues on the table, right? Even if you're not yeah, going to yeah, win. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Thank you. Thank you. And, and um, based on your involvement with, with the party, right, I don't think it is anything personal. Right? I mean, Dr. Mahadi didn't win yeah. as well. I think it was yeah. party candidates were going to win. I don't think it was a rejection yeah. of yeah. Tian Chua, the, yeah. the politician. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. So, so since you have, you know Anwar Ibrahim inside out, right? So what's going to happen? Is he going to be the prime minister finally? <laughs> I think now the fate is again left it to member of parliament that has been elected. So now, for me, uh, we have to understand why people voted for PH. 
overwhelmingly. Um, people say, okay, because they want Anwar to be Prime Minister, which is true. Uh, on the other hand, we see why there's such a big string, swing against Barisan National, right? Yeah. Uh, it means that the opposition bloc, either from PM bloc or the PH bloc, has uh, presented themselves to be the crusader against right. uh, the, Barisan. the corruption and right. the whole manipulation that has been done by the Makama cluster, right. the court cluster. So the hatred was very strong, right? So it's so much so that there was a big swing that people want an alternative government, a government which is free from this group of people, Barisan National, right? So that's why I said, when both blocs received their mandate with almost equal numbers of uh, votes, uh, equal numbers of uh, percentage seats. of vote, as well percentage, as yeah. the seats. The yeah. seats. So uh, we can't be going into the discussion purely on a mathematical formula like, oh, we want to reach right. 112, right? 112 on what basis? 112 must be on the value that we presented to, to, the, vote, uh, to the voters. And the meaning of anti-hopping law must be not on paper, you cannot change party. But the people voted for us, for PH, against corruption, against Barisan National. Right? People voted for PN, it's also against Barisan National. Correct. Against Zahid Hamidi's uh, corruption. Exactly. Now, both blocs are trying to court Barisan National to be part of them. Exactly. To me, that is a betrayal of the of people's the trust. Right. Yeah. Of course, people come to justify to say that if you're non-Muslim, you want a moderate Malaysia, therefore, Abno is a better choice. Right. Uh, when you are Muslim, you also say, oh, okay, we'd rather to have uh, a Muslim... Uh, brothers to be in the government then have DAP and um, uh, right. Anwar Ibrahim in the government. Right. I think these are lame excuses. Right? <laughs> no, if this is the issues, then don't bring it out to say that we are firmly against the corruption. Exactly. So these are lame. For me, right. if you ask me, I think the, the people uh, starting from civil societies, people who have voted must call for a reconciliation of PH and PN. And who they want to be Prime Minister actually is, I, I think, uh, each of them have their preferences. Right, you know, right. They should discuss it out. But the issues they should discuss is not just about who to be Prime Minister. Right. The two blocs has to sit together and work out what type of reforms they want to bring. What type of uh, common agreement and common agenda they can bring which I think uh, can be done, right? Find, find commonality among the two different blocks. Why, right. why do I argue for that? Because somehow this nation has to reconcile. We cannot yes. have a PH government where you have PN and pass outside and say, oh, this right. is all anti-Muslim. Right, <laughs> right. Everything they yeah, do yeah, yeah, are yeah. trying to undermine yeah. Malay. We can also cannot have uh, Malay-dominated government by past 
And then the normally keep singing to say this is a Taliban state. Yeah, yeah. This is not going to <laughs> include our thing. So I mean, for how long we want to be con- continue right. to be hostile, right? right? The leaders of both bloc, I ho- urge them to take out their courage to also to put aside these sort of prejudices to come together to build the nation right. instead of trying to deal with the kleptocrat now. Deal yeah. with the Barisan National that had been rejected by the people, right? right to form yeah. government, I think that exactly. is not the the way sh- we should go. Yeah, why? What you said is very statesman statesman like because I haven't heard anyone publicly calling for, even the civil society folks that you were mentioning, they have been sort of preparing the ground for a PHBN and trying to justify it the way you did. But what you said, no, Malaysia is multiracial now; it's so divided. You have to. Recon- reconcile somehow, right? So, yeah. but that isn't yeah. happening. And and BN basically that was a a rejection of Zahid, and now he's sort of the kingmaker. He's going to decide who becomes. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. That's right. That's a that's a very strange situation, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think that is uh, that is going against the vote that we have casted, right? Of course, you can create fear among the Malay that. Okay, it's going to be Anwar Ibrahim and then all of us are going to be un-Islamic. Therefore, right. it's better to have Zahid than to have Anwar Ibrahim. <laughs> right. Among the non-Malay, we can also play out the issues about you're going to have a Taliban situation, you know, uh, conservatism is going to dominate. Therefore, we'd rather have a moderate Amno. Yeah, I mean, for whatever we say, we shouldn't allow Amno to be the kingmaker. Right. As, as they were clearly rejected by the people. Right. Thank you so much. So, if you were a member of parliament now with PKR, you would reject this, this overtures on both sides? You would say I, that, no, I we will, cannot... I will negotiate. I will try to bring about a, a reconciliation of the two. Uh, it requires a lot of difficulty and I'm not saying it's easy. The prejudice is very deep. Right. But this prejudice... It's not just between the, the two politicians of two sides, but this prejudice is reflected in the society. Right. If the leaders of the two, two blocks have no courage and no, cannot display sincerity to trying to work out something, that how do we coexist? How do we work together? Then this nation have no hope. We are going right, to continue right. to have this right. confrontation. We co- right. are going to continue to have the conflicts. And, uh, and that's not what should happen. Take this opportunity now. Previously, AMNO is so dominated, like two-third majority. Nobody can question their racial right. supremacy, cannot question their corruption, cannot question everything. Now we have opportunity that there is certain reconciliation already happened. We can see very clearly the Malay are skeptical about PH, but they also anti-corruption. Right. They are also voting against, exactly. uh, you know, those, uh, you know, manipulations. And, right. and uh, similarly, the, the non-Malay bloc has been voting all overwhelming for PH because they see that there is a possibility of a new political system without UMNO, right? So, let's try to find the commonality and right. work it out. I mean, not easy, but yeah. if you have an opposite, UMNO control 
uh, having this with 30 seats extra. And then we have a slim majority. Once there is some internal conflict, they pull the plug underneath, they pull the, the carpet, the government fall. Then you have another government coming out. Right. If this government don't want to fulfill their wish, right. they pull again, it will fall. So, right. And we have seen for the last five years, for the last four years, that's what happened. You have uh, Sheraton and then Muhyiddin. You know, right. when I'm not happy, they just pull out and Muhyiddin fall. Ismail Sabri refused to dissolve the parliament. Amno said, if you don't do this, we're going to right. pull you out. So then he dissolved the parliament. Why right. we put ourselves, why we allowed them to hijack the government like this? So right. let's form a stable government. Right. Yes, it will be a lot of compromise. There will be a lot of watered-down policies. But at least we have a peaceful situation then at least we have opportunity to open out the door for the two hostile blocs to start talking to each other. At right. least to start talking to each other. Right. And it has been done. DAP and PAS were in a decade yeah, long we're, almost. We're yeah, we able yeah, to yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, we'll do it. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. not go can back be done. to play this out. About right. If, if they wanted to. And this, uh, yeah. That's such a crucial alliance, right? <laughs> or potentially, yeah. right? DAP and PAS. So right? both have to give way. Right. halfway. I mean, pass. Right. I will urge that pass and the whoever who is still a bit rational within PN stop taking this. Oh no, DAP, no right. uh, extremist Chinese, and right. this country need that. I mean, you can't deny. Uh, in the last election, the non-Malay population have clearly given their representation mandate exactly. to DAP. Right, exactly, you can't yeah. deny that. Similarly, we cannot deny a lot of young Malay has voted for PN in rejection right. of Barisan National. Barisan National have no more legitimacy to represent majority of the Malay in this country. Right, and the irony is if they become, they get the DPM ship, right? <laughs> there would be or, or whatever such a, yeah. position, <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. position in the government. Right. I mean, if they are in. As a minor partner, you know, I don't care, right? Right, right, But right. it cannot be the critical one that right. bring us to the threshold, to pass what, the threshold. What, what if yeah. Anwar does a deal and he says, we've been, but no Zahid? Well, it's still a very slim thing, you see. We, we, we talk about anti-hopping law. I mean, it's not about individual now. It's the entire symbolism of Amno. Right. As a as a block, people rejected them, and Amno has representing a certain culture that represent corruption. Uh, you know, one MDB and all this uh, right. racialism that that is in Amno. Like why people vote against it is not just of course they vote against Zahid as such, but they also reject Amno. Right. Therefore, right. we cannot allow Amno to be the main player. You know, right. I don't mind if finally the formula also include Amno, but that's right. okay. I mean, the point is they should not be playing that critical role that potentially can hold us for ransom. Right. Which Thank is you. Now, what happened? Right. Yeah, right. Which is right. happening now yeah, because happening. tomorrow, whichever block that has to go to the palace require blessing from Amno. Right. I mean, that is uh, uh, such a paradox. How right. can a losing party 
Yeah. He's now deciding who go to the palace. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for that. Right. So when I saw the press conference in the middle of the night, and Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim said he already has the numbers, and I'm thinking this is 2008, this is 2020. This is why does he, why does he always do that? Why does he always jump the gun? And that's it's not helpful, right? Because then you create seeds of doubt amongst the electorate, right? And then oh, who is Who is jumping around? Why is? Don't you think that's irresponsible? Before you, you have anything already. Before the results are fully out, suddenly you say you have the numbers already. Um, yeah, I don't want to comment on the way the the information are communicated. Certainly, in the eyes of the public, it sounds uh, too many, too much of a repetition, and it remind people that uh, unfulfilled promise. Uh, I would say that. We have to be very cautious, not overdo this uh, so much so that people not uh, losing confidence in us. So uh, you know, we unless we are really very solid and uh, shouldn't do it. But similarly, uh, Peikatan also do. Yeah. So yeah, they also, also claim did. that. It's also uh, so, But I think right? there is no point to for us to you know keep announcing it. Yeah. The reality is is quite objectively, you know, you got one 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 or one one two is is fixed something that yeah. you don't need to announce whether you announce or not. It doesn't so, make. So why do they announce? They they announce to to basically tell other people also, right, to jump ship, right? Why else um, would there be a partly and also partly is to to maybe is to give confidence to a please their own supporter, right? Okay. So sometimes uh, politicians mix up the the communication to own supporter and communication to public, <laughs> and they do it together. Right. Thank you so much. So so let's change tack a little, right? So you talked yeah. about uh, DAP uh, and the perception DAP has amongst conservative Malays, and I think this is this is a reality. I know academics, a lot of them. Yeah. Try to downplay yeah. it, but on the ground we yeah. know this is a reality, right? Yeah. So, but you were yeah. from PKR. Did you did you receive such suspicions, or is this specific to DAP or anybody who allies with DAP? Any Chinese? I think, I yeah. think DAP has a history because of the years of uh, year of perception that DAP represent the Chinese interests, and similarly also. Um, You know, and uh, if you look back to DAP literature, they blame Amno propaganda for uh, doing it. So right. it's quite an irony now that yeah. you want to support Amno, <laughs> who has been, uh, you know, so so viciously uh, throwing lie and uh, propaganda against you. But okay, I can accept that there's certain. Uh, pragmatism needed, but uh, again, back to my point, you shouldn't put the entire fate to Amno as your surviving, uh, what is that called? You know, surviving roots. So you must find other partners to balance out the critical position of uh, Amno. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. So. Um... As as uh, just 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 to confirm, so as a Chinese in PKR, you didn't really receive that that amount of suspicion, 
Oh. I a bit less, much less, uh, because in the to some extent, people uh, in PKR, uh, the Chinese and the non-Malay in PKR, being seen as uh, a lot more integrated and a lot more, we have a lot more opportunity to expose ourselves and to mingle ourselves in the very pure Malay uh, environment. So that really very much in creating certain confident measure between uh, the intercultural exchange. So I would think that if more of uh, different communities can do a lot more than more of this exercise, it will help to release uh, or, or ease racial, the ethnic tension. Right. So YB, 2018, don't you think the Pakatan Harapan already uh, put the seeds of um, political expediency in place when they aligned with uh, Dr. Mahathir? Uh, I think it's quite different. It's, uh, it's the alignment is to destroy or to, to defeat a monopolistic power that has been uh, so in, entrenched and uh, at the, the final blow to the, the change of government, which is critical for the democratization, right? Uh, without that align, uh, we may not be successful, right? So the point is, what it is important is after that, after, after the change of government, whether we can uh, successfully implement a uh, policy that we want. Um, with Mahathir, it's very clear that it was, uh, there should be only a transitioner uh, because uh, after we stabilise the, the government, they will be handed over to the next generation. I mean, Mahathir also by his age, he couldn't be occupying that position forever. Yeah. Um, and in the formula also, uh, the Mahathir's led party was not the most critical element on that because right. the rest of the party was uh, a lot bigger. Uh, PKR got 50 seats at that time. Right. You know, together with DAP, we almost have 100 seats. And, uh, you know... They only had 13 issues, right? Yeah. About, yeah. No, about 12. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah. it's a very different situation. Today, when we want to form government, we require the support of AMNO. And then, uh, specifically, the group that we have labelled as uh, Cluster Makama, right? So, that, actually, that's quite very different, right? And similarly also, I wonder, in within these 24 hours, uh, we are able to lay down any uh, agreement in terms of reforms, right? right. The coalition... We, in Pakatan Harapan, where Bersatu was part of it, we went through a long process of discussing the agenda, the manifesto, although Mahade is not faithfully following it, but right. some part of it was able to uh, be implemented like Undi 18, right? right. Uh, that some of the law was actually in place. So right. at least there is a certain guidance of what, what this cooperation means. Right? right, there must there are some policy element. I don't right. think 
within this 24 hours, AMNO Central Committee and uh, BH is sitting down and trying to draft an agreement about what right. law we're going to amend and what sort of reform. It's purely one thing, get the numbers. Right. Right. right, right. So, which is okay. I mean, I agree that the the in the practical politics, we need to get the numbers. But we have to think after we get the numbers, after we win the, uh, the son in as prime minister, what do we do, right? So, okay, I can also accept strategically, if I'm not fully committed to to build in. Uh, to support Anwar as Prime Minister. I think immediately after swearing in, the first thing Anwar should do is to invite PN to discuss a possibility right. of inviting them to right. come into the coalition, right? Which is uh, an example of uh, in 69, the coalition was not formed um, until 71, right? So um, the government has a time to make it the most inclusive one. So I, I don't mind. If that is a tactic that we just want to get through, to go to the palace, swear in, but the next thing that the new Prime Minister must do is to respect the mandate of the Rakyat. You cannot exclude 30% of the people who have voted for Perikatan National. Right. Bring them right. in. Such discussion. We have about uh, PH has about 38 or 37% of the popular vote. Perikatan uh, have about 30. I want to use this example. In, um, in I think it's 2005, when Germany have an election, the CDU led by uh, Angela Merkel has about 34% of the popular votes. And the Socialist Social Democrats Party has about 33% of the popular vote, right? None of them can form a government by themselves, right? Um, so finally, the two blocks, which are one left and one, one right, one conservative and one socialist, decided to sit down and form a unity government. And that unity government lasted for three terms. And what, what does it do? It has created the stability and the prosperity for the German uh, for the German government for, for two decades. And that also provides the stability for EU, where EU, uh, European Union was able to uh, prosper under the leadership of the German government. So that's why I say, uh, in this situation, I think it's important that, to recognize that PN has 30% of the popular vote and PH has about 37% of the popular vote. We are very similar. AMNO only have 20% of the popular vote. Let's put these two blocks together and start to have reconciliation and start to have nation building. So, why we, uh, there are a few comments. So, like a boss asked whether uh, the aligning with Zahid would be a betrayal of the people's trust. I think you already answered that. There are two positive yeah. comments here. So, one uh, where... Uh, Ilas said, uh, he, saya hormat kesetiaan Tian Chua pada perjuangan, he respects your struggle, loyalty to the cause. Okay. And another one who says that you are the only one who are think, who's thinking with your brains right now. Now, So, Hoibi, you are, you are definitely saying, I, I don't, I find it hard to disagree. I actually didn't really think about this. The PN 
PH uh, Unity Government or Alliance, whatever it is. Yeah. I didn't yeah. really think about it. But what about knowing Anwar Ibrahim, right? What do you think would, would that would be a possibility for him? I think Anwar is a politician. Uh, you know, as politician, you are driven by the public demand. You are not just yourself. I mean, Anwar have an ambition to be prime minister. Anwar also have certain things that he wanted to do. He also have some reforms in his mind that through his own experience he wanted to change. And I think for him to fulfill those ambitions, he required to be a bit more strategic in his thinking and his planning. By just taking a simple majority with Barisan National, I doubt that the reforms that he intended to do or he promised us to do will be successful. You know, because even if AMNO within the government did not object to it, you're going to have very hostile public reaction like what we did in PH time. Everything we do, they will just say, yeah. oh, ini untuk orang Cina. Ini adalah anti Melayu Islam. So, everything you do, you're going to face that and you're going to spend right. a lot of... Uh, publicity time to justify yourself. Instead of trying right. to implement it successfully, you're right. going to have a very deep difficult. We're going to sign a UN uh, Human right. Rights Commission. Remember last round? Yeah, yeah. And then everyone just say, oh, this yeah. is going to give LGBT a free right. Yeah. This is going to allow yeah. uh, the influx of uh, refugees and all this. And then you want to say, okay, you want to do something, people will just say, you know, uh, you are against Islam. You want to take action on Zakir Naid. Everyone say the right. Muslims start mobilizing. Right, right, you know right. why you're persecuting the ulama. So, right. You cannot move. You really cannot move, right? right? So the only way is trying to discuss in the cabinet and let everyone understand the rationale of why things are being done that way. So then we can move on. Right. So it's not just the right thing to do, this national reconciliation, but also politically, it's actually more practical. expedient to do. The, it's yeah, a it's practical, more, it's more practical and, and, right. and effective way of doing things. You see, right. you right. want to buy, uh, last remember, we, don't, we want to uh, reduce a toll. We want to buy a highway. And then people say, you know, this only benefit Damansara Chinese. It doesn't right. benefit us. So right. everything can be racialized because of this polarization. Right. right. Thank you so much. So you said Anwar is interested in reforms. Would if he aligned with Zahid, and remember this is during the entire campaign, both of them denied that this will happen, there is no pack, yeah. there is nothing. So if he does align with Zahid, would it show that ultimately he's less interested in reforms and actually he's interested in the ultimate position? I Okay, it's not my place to uh, criticise and evaluate Anwar because Anwar... Uh, I think let the historians and others to write about it. But I would like to see whoever uh, Anwar represents as a Prime Minister uh, to, to, to be successful in bringing about what we want. I mean, actually, I'm not so interested in, in, in whether uh, his character is uh, what his character is like. But it's important now, the government Right. I mean, I'm also, let's say, when we are dealing with a unity government discussion, 
uh, it might be open. I, I, I only stated my personal choice, but the, the government might decide to, to pick a neutral person, not, not Muhyiddin, right. not Anwar. I mean, who right. knows about that, right? Uh, I mean, or, or the, they decided that Anwar might be magnanimous enough to say this is give to Muhyiddin. So I, I'm not trying to preempt this and I'm not part of this, the discussion between the bloc. So for me, the new Prime Minister that produced by the new government that I expect to be able to command the confidence of the people and to start implementing the reforms that uh, we all wish to see. Uh, so, so that part, I'm still hopeful. Right, thank you. So one of the things that I've always found that Malaysians are... I, I like hanging out with, with Malaysians. They're always very nice, very courteous, very friendly, right? And you see this in our everyday interactions right, with them. Uh, you see this cross-racial as well. And you wouldn't, yeah. guess, you wouldn't guess that at the political level, right? <laughs> it's yeah, so yeah, toxic, yeah. right? So what's... Do you, do you agree with me or do you think actually that... Yeah, yeah, this is why yeah. I say it is, can be done. I mean, it's not that it cannot be done. You, you take two uh, you know, Chinese or Indian or Malay sit in the war room, they can debate politics <laughs> and they will not, they will not pull right, out their right, guns right, and right, start right, shooting right. Or, or punch out each other, which is very different. I mean, I don't want to look down on some of the South Asian countries which I have travelled and people tell me that student union elections, someone get killed because of political ideological differences. Malaysia will never reach to that level. Right. right? So I hope that our politicians can be at least like commoners who take <laughs> a much more magnanimous and more, much more amicable position when you come right. to racial position. Yeah. From from what I've seen, even behind closed doors, the politicians are quite friendly. Yeah, to quite each decent. Other. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. can listen to each other. Right. Yeah. So so this is yeah. really political posturing, right? A lot of times. So this. for me, uh, for this reconciliation, for this unity government, I don't see it to be very difficult. You know, just imagine in let's say in South Africa when they're trying to form unity government, it's between you know the radical. Uh, ANC and those people right. who fight for national liberation with, with the white regime who has been oppressing right. them. So, but they have about a, a one five years of uh, opportunity, of, uh, peaceful time, transcending transition towards uh, a post-apartheid situation. I take a closer example from Malaysia, is, which is uh, in Tunisia. You know, the Islamist party, Anada. Yeah, Anada, Anada was yeah. magnanimous before enough to work with their previous oppressor, the, the Socialist Nationalist Party, to form a unity pact and to, to transit into a democratic, uh, democratic era. So their difficulty is much bigger. You know, someone who have been... Killing right. each other right. and they suddenly they have to come down together, which is wrong. I mean, uh, we have been trying to do deal with uh, Arab-Israel uh, right. reconciliation. <laughs> I think it's much more difficult compared to right. our situation where our right. politicians are quite decent with each other. And right. I believe that it is not difficult for Hadi, for Anwar, for Muhyiddin and for... Uh, even Zahid 
to sit down and say, look, you know, we can do something great for this nation. Thank you. I, that, that was quite uh, inspiring. YB, so uh, if Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim, he becomes Prime Minister, he offers you a senator role uh, <laughs> so that you can I, become a minister, or would, you, would you accept with Amno in the... In the coalition, I have never. I mean, I have never thought about that at the moment because, to me, uh, I mean, you know, that that one will come when we decide then. But the key issues now is before we reach that stage. I want to see there is a possibility of a stable uh, a government that re truly represents the aspiration of the people. So whether I'm a, a minister or not. Uh, it's not important. In the last election, although we won, uh, I didn't actively pursue to be part of the cabinet, although I'm, I was one of the senior uh, vice president. Right. Um, you know, I didn't seek to be appointed senator. I didn't seek to be appointed in, the, in the, any ministerial post. But for me, once we are in government, there's a lot of things to do. There is a lot of holes to, to fix. You know, there's a lot of things that, you know, uh, sometimes you do not need a ministerial post to do things. But I, I still believe, I mean, to be in power for a political party is very important. But to be placed in whatever position, it is quite flexible because once you are in power, there's a lot of place, a lot of things you can do. Right. Okay. Thank you. Uh, just... Two final questions, YB. So, the first one, if, let's say, tomorrow Anwar doesn't get to be Prime Minister, do you think it's time for him to step aside and step down? Um, I can't speak for him, right? <laughs> as as a senior really member of PKR, what uh, do you think? No, what would I you think like these are all... Okay, whether a person step away or not is really much uh, a personal decision. To me... Because certain society uh, in the West, they have built a convention. Whenever you lose the election, you step down and then give yeah. to the next, uh, next in line. Uh, Malaysia doesn't have that. Uh, if you ask me whether, whether Anwar or whoever still have a role to play in politics, yes, certainly. You know, uh, whether he's the leader of opposition or whether he's... He is going to be a prime minister in waiting or not. He still has his own role. So does many other politicians. Uh, we can't just erase off their right. experience and right. their influence in the society. You know, like Kisiang. I don't think Kisiang uh, is being, uh, what is it called, is faded from politics. Right. In fact, I just checked his tweet. His idea is very similar to me. Yes, He's I saw that as well. A, PH, a government, PN, yeah. Uh, and Borneo block unity government because right, right. each of them represents solid, uh, solid segment of the society that right. we cannot ignore. And these three segments must sit down and draft and what is that called and chart a new road for the future. Right. Okay. Thank you. Final question, right, YB? If we were in fantasy land, who and you could choose anybody. Who would you want to be Prime Minister? Anybody. 
Uh, well, <laughs> I think can be yourself as well. Uh, no, no, no. I think I, I think that is a bit too too far fetched to talk about. <laughs> but I think if if you ask me in the fantasy land, I would <laughs> like to have some uh, fun people to be with. I like to have people who really. Uh, I mean, if it's a, still a political one, I would like to see people who who have fun and have visions and also Frank. You know, if you want me to choose, I will choose Fidel Castro. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to pon- I need to polish my Spanish somehow. Wow. He will speak very fast and I don't think oh my God. I will know. I will catch what he say. But uh, I mean, I... he will be a, a historically, he will be a fun politician to be right. with. He's, uh, you know, he, he has a vision. He can be very loud in debate and he has uh, you know so uh, you know in a fantasy right. land right. wow I, I thought you were going to go for Kyrie or Nurul Iza <laughs> I didn't expect that <laughs> YB it's been a pleasure and really wish you all the best in whatever you do and I really hope that you will uh, continue to be in the political scene and continue to be a minister and MP or whenever not continue to be a minister you will be will be an MP and thank you for everything that you've done yeah. okay, thank you thank YB. you Thank, Thank you. you. Good night. Nice, uh, it's a pleasure yes. talking to you. Oh, it was yeah. great. It okay. was great. Bye bye. Right. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Bye.